Hey everybody, welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. This is, uh, well, it's exciting times. And it's an exciting day, because this is our 100th canonical episode. Technically, we hit 100 a long time ago, because we've done holiday apps, and we did like the 12 days of Christmas, which all count as their individual episode, but blah, 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 blah. Anyway, 100 episodes of our main show. And we were trying to figure out something to do to sort of celebrate it, and we'll be back to the normal story next week. For now, though, we're going to go ahead and do an episode where we talk about our favorite moments or scenes from the last hundred apps. Uh, we all brought some to the table. Hopefully, we'll get through more than one. Uh, but before we do that, let's meet all of the people on the show that you love, starting with Randall. Hi. How are you? I've Throughout the hundred episodes, I've played many people, but for the hundred canonical, I have played... Damon Shaw, followed by Dylan Bennett, followed by Marquis Dylan Bennett. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited to share some moments with you guys and to live past, every, live, relive everything, I guess. Would in, be the the future when he, in the future, you know? when he respects as a bard, he will uh, just go as Bennett because he's going <laughs> to go drop to one name. You're right. Uh, but to my left. Oh, God, I guess it'll be me. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is Ryan. Thanks for coming and listening again. I play Roy. I only play Roy because that is the, the only character I've ever had because I will never die because Jay is bad at D&D. <laughs> and to my left. Oh, that was to my left. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I got I that. You, I got it's that been a while. Off. You've been gone for a little bit on the <laughs> roads. I, I, I have. I, uh, folks, I'm good to be back. Glad to make it for the 100th episode. I've been out on the road getting a new profession. That's right. I've now respect as trucker in the uh, game that we call life here. And uh, I now have skills based around driving, you know, 70 plus foot long vehicles with bendy bits in the middle. So (laughs) (laughs) same, but different job. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) So uh, glad to make it back. I usually uh, play either Sabobos or Bop. Uh, One's a half-orc paladin. One's a dwarf wizard. Neither one truly makes sense at times. Other times they make perfect sense. But so I love them. I love them both. And, and, and Randall's character hates one, loves the other. <laughs> no, I love them both nowadays. Oh, okay. A, but right. Bop, I Bop, loving Bop is better with distance. <laughs> Bop yeah. is better with. It's like, remember, <laughs> I, ret- I returned the goggles. Remember, this is true. This is true. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. And that said, and, to my yeah. left, since I haven't heard from people in a while. Hey guys, it's Mitch. Hope you're all doing all right. Hope you're all doing good. Episode 100 plus. We've been doing this shit for a long time. Honestly, surprised Jay's still letting this show up, even though it's online. <laughs> like real talk, real talk. I'm surprised. We out here. Who we got? Who like we got left? Am I the last right? one, or is there someone on my left? I there's mean, someone you can say on your who left. You are and what, I said who what I am. You I said I'm Mitch, bitch. Fuck. <laughs> Play Bruce. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. Oh, and to, bitch, to Mitch is left. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, I play Bruce. The guy. Gla- oh my god! Get the fuck out of my face. Next. Next. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Let's just launch right into this. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be back. I'm Jeff. Once again, reprising. Not even reprising his role, representing his role today as the gentleman, the skeleton, Mister Grimm. <clears throat> As always, it is great to be here. It is exciting that we're at a hundred eps and it is 
uh, gonna be an interesting time, like reliving this ex- this wild and crazy experience. I haven't even been here since day one, like pretty much everyone else. But I'm so happy to have been a part of this, uh, and that my friends let me in on it. Um, but let's you made let's, us. <laughs> well, Address the elephant in the room. He held a knife to our throat and said, "Let me in." May thirtieth. I mean, you know, but you you could have chosen death. So I'm glad that you chose life. Um, so uh, it wasn't a choice. I was told to live <laughs> by the EMTs with a paddle. Uh, Look, Randall, it's not their fault. Doctors <laughs> sign an oath, man. They gotta do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that it's, is it's a hippopotamus it's oath. Bullshit. It's they have to. Yep. <laughs> no, the hippopotamus oath is I can open my mouth wide enough to fit your whole body, and I will. You'll fucking die. I think try me. Fair. I think I swore that oath too. That's called vor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to our new vorecast. But before that, all right, Welcome new trend. I'd like to take a moment to to hit a more somber note. We're uh, in the middle of recording this right now. Where we're at, it is some troubling times. It is um, there are some some things that went down in Minneapolis that uh, were awful, and. We here just wanted to make sure that we give our support uh, to to justice being served there and to justice being served across the nation because it's shitty that it's not and even shittier that we even have to say such a thing. So, as I said, from me and uh, from the rest of us, really, let's let's do better. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it is absurd that uh, we have to say anything at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, just like we can all do better. Yeah. Oh, and just remember that uh, we're an entertainment podcast, so we don't want to dwell too hard on it. We want to yeah. celebrate our one hundredth episode, and we want to entertain you and maybe distract you for maybe you need a moment of reprieve from life right now. Uh, so I'm gonna kick us off by letting you know that just because you've got shit to do. And doors to kick in, you should still wear your mask because one, it'll stop the cop from giving you COVID, and two, <laughs> nobody will know your face. So let's go with our show. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> nothing nothing protects you from the tear gas better than the mask you are already wearing because of COVID nineteen. It's yes, actually the facial recognition counter strike it protects you from. Fantastic. The, the, pa- the pandemic yep. filler arc prepped us. Yeah, we're, we're starting <laughs> war. We're starting war on everybody. Stay safe. Oh, yeah. Be safe. Be safe out there. Stay, um, stay safe. And people. just to just to Remember, sort of wrap up, books aren't just for reading. Just they're also armor. <laughs> 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 just to wrap up and get back into what the show's really about. Again, thank you. We love you for your support and for your, for you joining us in this experience. And this is going to be a bit of a wacky one. Uh, if you want to contact us and reach us in any ways, you can just put the old uh, the old name into the Google. That's right, Torchlit Tavern, and it'll give you all of our social media, including our Facebook, our website, our Instagram, our Twitter, all that. You can hashtag and share us, like us, rate us, review us, and we appreciate every bit of it. And if you really want to support, we even got a Patreon. With all that being said, thanks for joining us again. Let's get into it. Yeah, so as I was yeah. saying, we're going to do a... a- Check back on our 100 eps. We each picked some of our favorite moments. We're going to just play them and talk about them. 
And uh, if you do have somebody come and listen, this might be a good place for them to pick up because it'll just give them some goofy and like cool moments that we've been through. Uh, they might just listen to it and be like, I want to know more about what they're talking about and listen to us. So this might be a good app to like jump in on just to get your interest peaked. Yeah, I guess uh, we don't have to wait anymore. Like, I don't really know how to start this other than to just uh, our first moment is one picked by Mitch. And I feel like this one, well, it I picked it to go first, one, because it is sort of the beginning. And I feel like it's going to really send us back to the nostalgia lane. It's from episode one, and it's and I've... And I'm calling it Bruce Goes Fishing. Are known for their survival so, Mitch, what do you do? Are you just going to stay out of this for the most part? You're doing your thing, or are we going to find a reason to get you involved? Should have just stayed I, out I, of it. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why Bruce would give a shit. And since Bruce is looking at spending the rest of his life in the prison cell, maybe, I feel like he wouldn't pass off an opportunity to go fishing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reel in another one and, and see and see how Bruce feels okay. after he pulls in the next. Yes, I guess I should roll for what that might. You see a lantern along the docks, moving along the docks. A lantern. A lantern. A single lantern. Yes. <laughs> so what do you do? I uh I sit down on the end of the dock, and dangle my feet over, and I stick my fishing pole in the boot top, so that hopefully this person can't see it past my. Big ass silhouette. You're hiding the fact that you're fishing. Yes. <laughs> okay. I am hiding the fact that I'm fishing illegally. He's making while his way. I'm supposed to be in prison. Thank yes. You. He is making his way your way. God. Are you not gonna? Damn. Like he hasn't noticed you because it's dark, but your silhouette's gonna be easy to, to make out against the water. It's not. It, it, there's a moon tonight. Bruce relies on an old incantation he learned from several of his. Questionable people that come from his past. Please fuck off. 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 I still use that call. Is that a religious prayer? Should you roll religion? That's a. That's it. I know I'm doing something illegal. I don't have a. I do not have a path of egress because I'm on the end of a dock. Hey there. Who's on that dock? Just an old man. Very large old man who likes to fish. You don't know what I do in my free time. Fishing is illegal. You are in the docks at night. Not fishing. It's good. Please vacate. Under order of the palace guard. Not allowed to look at the ocean. There's a curfew tonight. You know, I've loved the ocean longer than your mama's been alive. That's cool. <laughs> my mama isn't out after curfew. You're welcome. For what? I stand up and I put my fishing pole away. For putting her to bed on time. And I walk down the dock. <laughs> As you pass the guy with the lantern, you realize it's a palace guard. I figured. Mm-hmm. See, Bruce knew that was a palace guard because civilians are going to be either looky-looing or hiding. Uh, the city watch is going to be doing the job. So the only one being a useless dickhead, <laughs> doing nothing the fuck useful at all, is going to be a palace guard. Mm-hmm. Let's see what kind of palace guard this is. Son of a this is the kind of palace guard who uh, knows that you're not supposed to be here. Is it the kind of palace guard that understands that I'm a Goliath and he's alone? <laughs> yes. That's a- All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's Bruce Goes Fishing. That was like uh, the beginning of Bruce on the show. Uh, the, the two things that I want to point out, just going into it. Bruce existed before y'all because I was playing this campaign for a brief moment. So he just sort of... Sp- 
has shit going on already. Yeah, so and Bruce I that was canonically is on episode like 107. Yeah, can I yeah. can I say real quick? Fantastic. Bruce going fishing has been one of the most unifying things in our party, and also the most sidetracking bullshit we ever do. Yeah, it, every time it gave character to a lot of you guys in ways that I didn't expect. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey because of his fishing, we learned that dwarves can swim fantastically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the help of several magic items. No, that's a we different a whole- moment. We had a whole episode with an orca thanks to it. Yes. Focus, focus, focus. We're talking about Bruce going fishing. I mean, we are. We are talking about Bruce going fishing. fishing. fishing, Not talking about Roy catching an orca. Uh, I I also didn't realize until just now how uh, fucking on point my uh, first moment would be. Because that was Bruce beginning to start a riot against the police, basically. By the way, <laughs> what a I, what a time! Poignant. I love <laughs> when we. By the way, when we played that first episode, and that was Mitch's first action. I, as Randall, as you can hear, the clip was cracking a few jokes. I was so fucking confused. I was like, why the fuck is he just fishing? Shouldn't he be, like, going along with what Jay is saying? Because I've, nah. I've never been in a campaign where a player legitimately just spit in the eye of the DM so obviously. <laughs> I immediately yeah, off the I, bat at the very beginning. Y- y- <laughs> you know what? Now that you guys mention it, it is Mitch's fault that you guys do that to this day. He set the tone right away. Yeah, You're yeah it is. I was like, we're allowed? I believe in the people, not the establishment. No, that, you know and that's why, that's why I thought this was a good moment, too. Like, when you said it, I was like, that no- nothing's gonna, like, really show- showcase Bruce and... Like the show, like the path our show kind of took more than just and, this. Uh, in case this was the pattern. I just want to throw out in case you are new. Hopefully, we got some new people. That'd be cool. So, a little bit of backstory on this because you haven't probably heard that episode yet, but you know, I encourage it. It's first episode. It sucks. I mean, We're and sorry. even if we you tried. heard the episode, even if you heard the episode, chances we are you got better backstory that isn't in the show. So, yeah. So, at this time in the story, the very beginning for them, the. Slightly less very beginning for Bruce. Uh, Bruce had been arrested for things and uh, was in prison. And Bruce manages to break out of prison into the ocean to go fishing. I also want to state that during this episode, there was a giant comet that impacted nearby, and Bruce went, "Oh, fucking weird! I'm gonna go fish." Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like <laughs> the most obvious plot hook. In existence, yep. and Bruce went, well, what's the fishing like at night? And it's all perch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all perch, all perch. the time. Which the DM has recently learned is a river fish, and this has never been done right from day one. <laughs> <Nope>. Fantastic. <laughs> it is beautiful. Our show has never been done right. Everything in this scene sets up the patterns for the future. Uh, I talk as a lower register, like, palace guard character and immediately follow it up after this scene's done by changing him into a young palace guard with a higher voice tone because Jay can't get his voices right. (laughs) Yeah, that that consistency. It was the bread and butter at the beginning. I'll tell you, like, I love this moment because this was Jeff as a listener. This was, like, that was so... uh, interesting to, to to hear like like having no pre-knowledge of what was going on or what was happening i wasn't there when you guys recorded it but like coming in on that and just hearing the 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 tone that mitch was setting for this character like that 
that's what kind of hooked me from the beginning. Bruce was my first favorite character, and still kind of is yeah. one of my favorite characters. It's everyone's. <laughs> it's everyone's. It's my favorite character. I don't even like Dylan that much. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I like my, uh, what was it? I had a halfling. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, God. Okay, it's 12 need, or whatever. Hold on, hold on. Let me, uh, we, we, we do need to move on to the next moment, because we don't have a lot of time, but oh, yeah, uh, I will say... The first few sessions of this campaign technically were with Mitch, a couple of other friends of mine, and Strana. Strana was playing a halfling ranger, I believe, yes. or was it a rogue? No yeah. ranger. And he was dressed in like a fox <laughs> or wolf cloak, so he looked like a were rat. And hit no, last we saw that character, skin. it was deer skin. Yeah, he deer skin. Yeah, but it made you look like a were rat. Essentially, was what we said. Yeah, he went down I, into the sewers and ran into the thieves guild. Like, as his first thing, because he didn't do anything the party was doing. He just went on off on his own because he never met anybody. Uh, and he got shot by Canton with a critical hit for, from his crossbow because Canton thought that were-rats were invading the sewer. And that was going to be, like, the Again. intro to the thieves. Yeah. And uh, last we saw that character, he was being dragged away by Canton. I guess just to have the body gotten rid of because uh, he never showed back well, up. <laughs> I, I, I love yeah. how this game... Uh, this game started off with an entirely different cast, and I was just going to be behind the scenes as an editor. Like that was it, and then suddenly it's like, "Hey, so we got a new, we need a new cast. Do you want to play?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, Jay. I'm down for doing it." Yeah, I mean, and, and thank God we didn't make you do that because I was recording those episodes with my phone at the time. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. All right. So skipping forward in our timeline. No, fuck you. Mm, I have a two. thing to say. Oh, okay, oh, one no. more. My last thing is just that uh, the reason I picked this moment is. Not even so much that it's like my favorite moment, but I think it's my fav- one of my favorite moments that showcases Bruce and something that I've tried to maintain through the podcast. I don't know how well I've done lately, but the idea behind Bruce has always been that he's just a dude that got caught up in this. He's just a regular Joe, and that he's not a hero, he's just a guy trying to do the right thing. And I think that this particular moment shows that real well. Yeah, there's comets and all this crazy stuff going on, political turmoil, but uh, for this guy... His priority is just go out to the docks, Fish. throw some bait, yep. remember the good times. And that's why I picked that one as the first moment, too, because, you know. I love Bruce. That's what I want. Remember the good times. P.S. Mitch doesn't fish. Wow. So this is the next moment, remembering the good times. This one was a darker moment, and this is Jeff's pick. Oh, no. Ooh. Uh, it also it, it involves just about everybody, mainly Jeff, Bruce, and uh, an enemy that is no longer with us. I have named it At- Wishbone, Wishbone, and it's from episode seventy. Yeah, Wishbone, God. Wishbone is from episode seventy-one. Showdown with Gavrillo. Part oh yes, two. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is Grim is going to see him port in very close to him, and Grim. All of the markings of Grimm's skeleton, you can see flare up. His eyes shine brightly, and, and Grimm stands up to a height that seems slightly bigger than And his regular skeleton teeth extend into fangs, his skeleton hands into claws. He reaches inside his chest cavity and pulls out a broken sword and goes, You have brought back something that has not been seen in some time. I am Thaddeus Grimm, leader of the hunt. I have traveled to places you've never seen and killed things you've never wanted to even hear the name of. 
The wrath that I bring upon you, not as great as it could be, but the death all the same. All well and good, but if you kill me, my summon goes back to hell. And jams this <laughs> fucking broken sword. <laughs> <laughs> through his fucking skull. Bruce. Actually, uh, more importantly... Grim, who has taken on a more fearsome personage of himself is trying to to end him. More importantly, <laughs> I failed my last will check, so I'm currently Gavrilla's bitch. Yeah, so... And Bruce may not be able to let Grim do that. Okay. Bruce, who has taken his sentinel ages ago to protect his allies, it works against him today <laughs> as Grim moves in to strike Gavrilla because Bruce failed his will check. He moves to intercept Grim. What'd you roll? I rolled an eight. What's your, what's your DC to hit? 15. Okay. Then, yeah, it, it's a hit. You bring that sword down, and the iron vice grip of Bruce grabs you by the wrist and hoists you up in the air. You'll need to roll a contest to see if you stay grabbed. Your movement stops five feet shy of... Roll that save. Roy, it's your turn. 16. Fuck, I can't... Fuck this dice. 15. Just barely. I win. So... Describe how you break free of Bruce's grasp. I I disconnect my bones from his grasp and reconnect them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just pop, he's just got you by the elbow and you just pop the joint. Yeah. Does that mean I get to finish my attack? No. No. He still stopped you. Okay. The only thing we determined is that his grapple failed. As I break free, I go, You will not stop this. Nothing can save him. He legitimately is afraid of fucking Grim. I, I don't mean to pick on Grim, but if anybody deserves it, he's earned it. Also, Grim is hexed, and if he kills Grim, he gets 20 hit points back. Grim. He only hit you one time. That's 17 damage. Fuck. Son of a bitch. Oh, also, he gets his reaction for you hitting him with the bow. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go ahead and take... 12 damage to Bobos, and you take 17 Grim as he blasts. He just, he's wildly throwing Eldritch Blast. They're like, only one of the three hits, but it's a good, solid hit. We're in territory. Not quite, huh? Damn it, I really needed those 20 hit points. Oh, wait, I get to add four, because you're hexed. I mean, what do you want from me? <laughs> he's a bone pile. No, he's telling you, he, he hit zero. Pile. Yeah. He hit zero, you, you which means me. it triggers the effect. These are the rules. Oh, you're already bone piled. Yeah, he, he yeah. just became a bone piled. Oh, okay. Pile. I, I didn't know that you had already done it. So he manages to take down Grim, and he gets 20 hit points back from the hex. The hex moves to Sabobos. <laughs> How dare you take away my moment of I know. Life, saying Holy my full shit. name and shit, you piece of shit. Hey, man, I crit. Hey, man, I keep having to drive home that you're just not the man you used to be, but he's still prone. Bruce. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which character? And Bruce wheels 180, because Bruce and Magog succeeded their will check this turn. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gavrilos. No, Bruce. I said kill them. Them, Bruce. Who is this Magog? Bruce just echoes again as he rushes forward. Oh, limb from limb. Pull the tiny man apart. That's uh, 19 to hit. Oh, that's a hit, my friend. No! You'll be unsummoned. You'll go back to hell. Stop! Don't! 
That's uh, seven damage. Have you no survival instincts? And then <laughs> I rolled to grapple. Yeah, no, this is all one attack. I rolled a grapple. That's uh, 21. Uh, he rolled real wow. good, but he still only got a 20. <laughs> Pull the tiny man apart. Limb from limb. And then Bruce pulls. Bruce pulls real hard. His strength check was not good because it's at disadvantage. The minimum is six. Oh, yeah. Also, I forgot. He takes another d6 damage from being hexed. Oh, God. So he took one more necrotic damage than that first one. And uh, Bruce is pulling a strength check of 21 to dismember. Bruce is standing at a full eight feet tall, eyes glowing. He has Gavrilo by each wrist, and he pulls. Gavrilo is screaming, pleading. His voice becomes higher and higher pitched as you watch the skin start to separate at his shoulder and neck. And it's time to make a wish, guys, because one half's going to be bigger than the other. Wishbone, 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 wishbone. Uh, the terrifying sight of Bruce ripping Gavrillo in half. I wouldn't call it half, because basically just one arm gets ripped out of its socket. And how's his health looking? The moment that happens, Gavrillo immediately is let go because he's dead. Uh, Bruce begins to go incorporeal and turn back in smoke. He's being unsummoned. Bonus action. With the glowing rage of Magog, Bruce lifts both parts of this shredded man's body into the air and says, I am not done with your husk! Rise! <laughs> and uses Rally to give him three temporary hit points. The magic of Gavrilo's spell is still disrupted by the fact that you fucking ripped him in half, and Bruce continues to disappear, but Gavrilo finds himself eyes wide, one arm ripped off standing in front of very, very angry-looking Dylan and Roy. I, I, I gotta say, when that happened, I almost think it was like, yeah, Daddy Grimm, and then you got cucked. I was like, ah. And then Papa <laughs> Bruce, and then I was horrified. Yeah. So I Jeff, was Jeff, horrified. Jeff, why'd you pick this one? Oh, man. So, like, obviously, like, there's, a, there's, there's that moment of, like, Grimm being, like, getting into like the old grim which i i Elder you know is a, yeah is a concept that like me and me and jay have played with for a long time um and something that i've had in the back of my mind waiting for an opportunity where i felt like it was really good to use it but like that moment got really pushed aside by what is literally like one of my if not my absolute favorite moment of just like bruce being like bruce almighty like he just was just he ah. he came up and and was like, I'm gonna rip him in two, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, I love this. Like, the 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 sadness of my moment being wrecked was instantly just eclipsed by like, he's gonna rip this guy into two pieces. Yeah, that's me in the background during the recording. I'm literally bouncing in my chair like, wish boat, wish boat, because I was so excited for that. And then to make it worse, he brought him the fuck back to life. And I was like, this is the yeah. most fucking badass thing. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, and I, I, I loved it because it, without, there wasn't like any DM magic that I had to pull because it was all via the rules. This is like the only DM magic that I had done was just pre, like in case you're not familiar with the scene, if you haven't heard it yet, Bruce had been taken away from the show because Mitch was too busy to join us. So we had dropped him off like in hell 
sort of like as his stasis for the character. And because his character was in hell, the enemy had found that out and summoned him as if he was a being in the realm of demons. So he knew his name and he used it. Then he used that information to summon Bruce and he was using Bruce against the party. Uh, so that was like the only DM magic. After that, it was just Bruce's abilities interrupting you. It was just like uh, Bruce's use I, of the rally, which I okay, I did, I did cheat that because temporary hit points shouldn't bring you back to life. But fuck, that was too uh, good. Yeah, there was also, <laughs> there was was also my crit, moment. but he dies on his turn. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> and also, uh, I really enjoyed that everybody got a piece of this big bad guy in the end. Like, do you, do you remember when I crit and I ended up hu- hugging Mullion? Oh yeah, no, I fuck, <laughs> yeah, that well, because because he had a legendary ability that allowed him to bounce yeah, no, at the first it, it sign of zero so hit funny. points. It yeah. was just so funny because we, it was like this epic like WWE move where Mullion's grabbing and I'm jumping onto him, and then all of a sudden he's just holding me. I'm like, hey Mullion, what's up? And Mullion's like, yeah. this is this is fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great, uh, great scene. I I really enjoyed how that fight had gone down. Yeah, that whole yeah. that uh, whole fight I think was like some I love some prime stuff. From <laughs> I us. also loved when I tried to interrupt you with like, if you do this, blah 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 blah, and you just finish your sentence of stabbing him in the fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Gavrilo uh, trying to plead to the party. If you do this, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce, if you kill me, you'll. Yeah. Oh, boss, please don't. Just the whole thing. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it was bleeding, uh, falling past. on deaf ears. It was past the you, point of no return. You, you know, it just it was going to happen. Oh, I'm also make, really like you make you make Gavrillo into an enemy that all of us dropped our bullshit to go fuck up. Like all that the other enemies plan. in the game were like, oh, we still got you know figure ourselves out a little bit too. Gavrillo's like, no, he fucked up, Canton. We're getting him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was, yeah, uh, I, that, I, was I, that was a galvanizing my, moment. For sure. I, I've never felt so bad for any for one of our characters before until Grim didn't get his moment, and I felt so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, but I like that it teased it, and now we can come back to it, because it'll be, like, hey, that much that? sweeter. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's something that uh, I'm saving I'm, I'm saving up, because there's still a lot more there that I teased. That tease, 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 plot, 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 plot. By the way, after you said Thaddeus in that episode, what I was also doing during your moment because I figured that was it, I was taking a note. It was like Thaddeus Grim. All right, take that note (laughs) because Randall has a lot of notes. Yeah, (laughs) yep. All right, speaking of Dylan's notes, it's time for Dylan's moment. Oh, yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. So this one is from episode 19, The Death of Damon Shaw. Oh, and man. we're we're calling it Dylan goes left, and it's the face. I recognize it. As... You recognize this face. It's the face. It is the face of someone you remember. You also remember her name was Akara. Akara, and I'm like, is that her? Gorbak's daughter. Oh. <laughs> he's crying. He's crying while he's driving. And um, as he does, concentration check. No. I know that I'm the devil. I sus- I highly recommend you put more faith in my plans for you. You know, funny thing about faith and churches, I don't recall ever being faithful. Honestly, I don't even remember how I got in contact with you. And I mean what I said. For me to succeed, others must fail. And I'm done killing innocents. I wasn't talking about the people that I killed in the sewers. I was talking about you. I take a hard right, and I'm going to the southern gate. 
What's the plan? That wasn't the plan. <laughs> What's the plan? That wasn't the plan. Hold Bob on. and I was just going. I'm yeah, leaving fine. the city. You're gonna you're gonna leave the city. Okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So you guys see? Let me pull up my map. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually doesn't get important. I'm Bob. I concentrate on the engine. So I need to correct. Turn left. I look. We to the turn map. left because the DM rarely looks at his own map. Uh, you weren't expecting that, fucker. I wasn't. You know what they always say, Jay? The players, the players go will left. Always go left. Always. When in doubt, go left. All right. That's a model of mine. I should have known. <laughs> Roy, oh Bob, oh. you were cruising along, and every like every block, you see a glance of him, and you guys cross the this next block, and he's not there. He has either sped up or slowed down. To the point where you're not keeping pace, but he didn't. You didn't see him through the gap, and Tigawog slams on the brake and goes over, over now. One he turns left, over now, and he and he guns it. And uh, you guys turn left into uh, onto that street just in time to see him hightailing it north. What the fuck is he uh, going? You uh, you see, he Tick? turns left right in front of a palace guard on a horse and the horse like rears little red button Tig hit the little red button Tig. no we do not hit the red button Tig. trust me do not hit the red button and he just fucking floors it and his car's faster than than Damon's he starts speeding up after him I'm glad I got the head oh my God. you did well you <laughs> alright the red button uh, I I I, the I, red button. I, I, want, I want to provide a little behind-the-scenes context. I did not tell Jay that I was going to do that. I did not mm-hmm. tell the other players I was going to do that. That was all in the moment. And uh, an episode or two prior when we were recording, uh, when Jay was telling me what the secret plan was of the bomb and everything, he Jay looked nervous. He's like, are you sure? Are you really going to do this? Because this is going to turn you against all the party. Are you sure? This mm-hmm. is going to make you evil. And I was like, it's okay, man. I got a plan. Well, and Jay's I mean, like, okay. I didn't think it was... Well, I... I I didn't know what you were going to do. I didn't think you'd be full-on evil, but I did know that whatever you had planned was going to go against the party, you know? Yeah, and that moment was honestly one of my favorites, because up until then, Damon had been kind of battling with the decision of whether to stay on the path of vengeance or to do the right thing. And I told this to Jay, but, like, two characters definitely uh, influenced that the most. It was Sandra and bruce because they just were so fucking stubborn about doing the right fucking thing like they would not take no 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 you do the right thing no matter what and that's what led to the decision of going left it it was it dylan didn't or he he didn't just go left uh in the game he went left on me as well with his whole character concept uh (laughs) also also by the way uh the between recordings uh, from me going left, and I think it was actually episode 18, and then 1920 was the escape, but uh, we we had a break between recordings that was like a week and a half, two weeks, Oh yeah, and I was received so much shit in our chat every time I talked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, because we were trying to keep quiet about it. That never yeah. stopped. I couldn't, the salt was real. That never I couldn't stopped. say yep. shit. I could not say shit to yes. anyone about the plan, because Jay's like, we need a natural reaction. And I was yeah. like, you're right, but this sucks, because Mitch is like, what's up, idiot? <laughs> and, and, and Ryan was in the chat like, oh, hey, what's up, asshole? Are you good for recording? And I'm like, oh. You ready to ruin the next plan, Randall? 
And yeah. I think I yeah. Yeah. And he was. Untie, you dick. He was. He didn't stop. This was just the beginning of several plans that Dylan was gonna fuck up. There's yeah. some loopers during that recording of Ryan going, I was gonna fucking try and like him. And Bruce was like, I really wanted to like you, and then you just ruin everything. Oh, yeah. The, the other part that you wanted to be put on, but I'm trying to keep him short, was just the party fucking chewing you out in the car while they were trying to catch up. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> they were so mad, and it was all legit, and after the game, Ryan just looked at me, he was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and, 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 and oh, and, and background too, uh, he had information the party didn't, so like, it wasn't just something that he spontaneously did. The party believed that there was nothing dangerous about this thing that they were stealing. Yeah. Uh, Rather than tell the party, though, which would have would have been an option, he kept it to himself because I guess you were going for that self sacrifice medal, right? Uh, I, I <laughs> honestly, the problem was it was described that the patron was kind of always watching me, and I yeah. started getting really nervous and paranoid about that, and it's kind of yeah. carried through the character since. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things like if I tell anyone, then he'll know, and then those fucking asshole inquisitors will fuck everything up. And I yeah, and so, I and I knew I couldn't tell Jay, I couldn't tell anyone, I just had to fucking figure out a plan. Yeah, so and that might have not carried across too, especially to like the other party, but like on the show I'm hoping it did, that he he, he nobody knew that it was gonna blow up. Only you did. So it was yeah. like even though they're mad at you, by the end it all makes sense. But I, by I the enjoyed way, that. Brian had known me for about a few months at this point maybe like two three months at most and to have him at the end of that recording when we turn everything off just look at me shake his head and go what's wrong with you just <laughs> what's wrong with you uh, uh, <laughs> um, this uh, motherfucker no? <laughs> i, I want to say the first of many i'm just gonna put that out there <laughs> it's it's so funny looking back because like right right playing Roy and me playing Damon and then Dylan has been a fucking roller coaster and it's so much fun to look back at. Yeah, it's, it's been two it's, and a half years great. and they're still looking at him going, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 fir- <laughs> the, fir- the first betrayal is... Uh, you know what they say, first st- Still cuts deep. Thanks for making me relive it, Randall. <laughs> uh, first betra- the first betrayal was you snitching on me and me snitching back immediately. Ladies... <laughs> That's quid pro quo, all right? Um, uh, <laughs> I just want to say, this, this again is one of those scenes that I was a listener for. And from the from the me being a, a fan and a listener perspective, like, th- this scene was interesting because, like, you know, Damon came off as, like, a weirdo and kind of a piece of shit to a certain extent. And, like, and, like this was a moment where you're like, huh, maybe there's more to this kid. Yeah, you know, and it was like the the scenes directly preceding this were ended up being Who's so good. Was it was my dog. Take a picture. Take Let a dog. <laughs> and the scenes directly preceding this ended up being so good in the the couple episodes to follow. And I wish I'd been there for the moment where everybody was like, "So you're gonna." Roll a new character. Actually, that was a whole conversation after the bomb went off. Was me and Jay sitting at a local fast food restaurant and and deciding if I had to roll a new character and if so, what we were going to do. Oh, fuck. Was that when we we went to Wendy's? 
No, no, yeah. no. This was no. This was Archibald's. We went to Archibald's. It was just Whatever. me and, and they're dead Late now. Oh yeah. Late at oh yeah. Because I kept it from y'all too. Still right. Late late at night. Jay looked at me as like, "Are you sure?" And I went, "Yeah." And I was like, the, "Your patron's probably gonna not be cool with you anymore, and you might yeah. die because of the explosion or your wounds." And I was like, "Yep, yeah. yep." And I was like, and I was like. I think Damon might die, and he's like, yeah. "That sucks, but it might happen." Yeah, it was the question of: I was do we continue to use a warlock and get a new patron, or do we do something I, different? You know, I had I had a new character ready by the end of the final episode, episode twenty. Oh, you've I had, had a new character ready two or three times in the show, man. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. were ready to die at a moment's notice <laughs> because people threaten me a lot, and I get nervous. It was uh, it right. was that line of plot too, where like several of us pulled several switches on Jay. Like at the very end, when Randall resolves <laughs> that and he tells Bruce to hurl the thing off of the cliff, I, I tried to build Bruce as like a super, just like regular guy with functional things, and Jay's like, uh, well. Uh, Dylan gets blown the fuck up. I don't... Uh, and Jay's sitting at the table. At this point, we were actually at a, a live table, and Jay's across the table from us, and Jay's sweating bullets like, I just wrote the death of a character, and I don't know how to get out of it. And Randall's digging through his folder, pulling out his next character sheet. Oh, and then yeah. one of the table's like, oh, shit. And fucking dumbass Bruce, I got a med kit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we ended up we ended up cutting it out because Jay yeah. was mad that it ruined well, the dramatic. I, 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 wa- I wanted to maintain that tension o- over the next episode or whatever, but yeah, it was it would have been very funny uh, because it just ends with uh, the actual episode ends with the and the explosion rocks and as it approaches you both, you look down at uh, Damon's bleeding body and Bruce's first words were, "I got a med kit, no worries." <laughs> 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 I, I also just uh, just last thing I'll touch on before we go to uh, moment four the interaction between uh, Dylan's character where he took the pack because he was dying alone in a street but this situation where he basically got placed back where he was left off by his patron well fuck you then die like you were dying before because technically you never died like you didn't finish bleeding out ever so yeah. he was going to leave you to finish bleeding out but the difference being that this time Bruce is there for you was super powerful to me. It like, was really good. Yeah, so that's the other reason why I really like how that it, first arc played out. Um, this time Dylan wasn't alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and it's and it's an ongoing <laughs> theme that I'm trying to drive into your thick skulls that y'all aren't aren't alone. But <laughs> yeah, well, nah, fuck you. Nah, nah. We, we it's, it's just me against the world. These guys are assholes. I mean, as players, uh, <laughs> we might understand, but you know, we've created these very odd and m- mostly pig-headed characters. So you know. Oh yeah, I would. I would say independent. Independent. I would say neutral. Is a great word. You know, yeah. I would not. Pugnacious. I neutral is my ass. All right. So this one's uh, from Roy. Hey. It's from episode eighty-six, and it's called "I Am the Hunter." Oh God. Yes. With more than yes. just negotiations on your mind. So if you could please lower your weapons and armors a little bit, it would make me feel more comfortable. Tea is ready. I can stand against the wall. Wait, do I have to drop it low? Because he said drop your armor, and I don't. So do I have to, like, turn it out and reverse it? I don't. Just wait patiently, gentlemen. He says, as though the word's sour in his mouth. <laughs> and Oh, then- do you need more sugar? <laughs> I would like some tea if you do not mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely, Lord Grim. Who is your small friend? (laughs) I'm feeling a little left out, and I kind of want to cast Disguise Self and also be Grim. So there's three Grims, but a really little one, too? (laughs) Are we we rushing Doll and Grim now? (laughs) God almighty. This is what I'm waiting for. A big, a big Grim sits down with his tea. A, a medium Grim sits down with his tea, and a small Grim sits down with his tea. Dylan has your tea, Sabobos. How are we doing? I pull out a flask of holy water, just glare at them. <laughs> that has an existential crisis. Standing up against the wall and just. Avil looks uh, has appeared uh, physically and is looking at Roy with just the most disappointed look. Really, Roy. You could I do used my so much slot better. from Rod of the Pack Keeper for this one. It was weird. <laughs> wow. Oh I God. I turn I turn to the two with their tea as I also have my tea. And I look at each of them and the the old familiar devilish grin that Grim gets that you can just feel bef- more than see creeps onto his f- skeleton face and he goes, "Oh yes." Copy me. Show me exactly how you drink your tea as he begins to socket <laughs> some tea. Uh, I take my tea. I take the tea in my cup. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. I'm going to take the tea in my cup go ahead, and I'm going gram. to make it cold first and then I am going to slowly pour it in my eye. <laughs> the flex right here. And it just dribbles down my face. Yeah. As, as it is only a disguised self, it doesn't, it just splashes on your face. So Bruce, who ain't taking this shit from real grip. Wait to commit to Roy. Bruce has At least I didn't scald my an fucking eye, eye that has been replaced. Bruce has an eye that's been replaced oh. by a geode. And geodes have a reservoir cavity inside. So Bruce cocks his head back and pours the cup carefully into his stone eye socket. <laughs> Then sits up and none pours out. <laughs> I drink my tea like I always do. I, yeah, I finish. Dick grip. I, I I put my teacup down. I look over at both of them, and then, knowing that this was this experience was much less pleasant for them, I get a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just walk around Roy. in circles and I say, I am the hunter. I am the hunter. Abilus <laughs> 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 just looking at Roy with his soaking wet skeletal face. Just going, I appreciate your commitment, Roy. Thank, thank you for this. <laughs> this is the, let's take a moment. Just I was going to say, let, let's, let's meet with the Elder Fae and you know what? We're going to play... Con- <laughs> I doff my hat. Evan, wipe my ass. Evan, wipe my ass. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it. I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to do this. I cast hold person on, uh, on Roy. You're going to have to what make a save. What spell was that worth? The save so is a, a wisdom save. DC Worth 15. it. And uh, Ryan wants me, because I cut that uh, early, he wants me to remind everybody that he nat 20 his save yeah. and continued saying it. He continued in circles. <laughs> I am the hunter. I am the hunter. I, 
I actually fell out of my fucking seat uh, while we were recording that. And right now, while listening back to it, I was holding my hand over my mouth to stop from bursting out laughing again because it's so fucking good. I just laughed. Jake and delete it later. This is exactly <laughs> why we often refer to ourselves as chuckle fucks. This yeah. fucking moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's why y'all are a bunch of chuckle fucks. <laughs> I, I love Ryan so much. The flex. Yeah, uh, there was I, so I, much flex from everyone. Yeah, I obviously chose that one just because it was probably the. I I feel like the hardest we had all laughed playing this game in a long time. Long time. Yeah, it was one of our most recent. Just fucking good, good goofs. It was. Uh, it was a solid goof. Been, I couldn't. I don't know, man. Been been like like fucking boy, your dad. Uh, sh- uh, uh, Evan wiped my ass. Evan wiped yeah, my that ass. Is, that was the best thing <laughs> ever put to fucking podcast ever. <laughs> I honestly think it was when uh when Randall told when Randall literally yelled out, "Yeah, Grim, suck our dick." I was like, "That's that's when I was like, I'm gonna lean into this real fucking hard right now." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was watching everyone, because Dylan has nothing to do in this moment. He is just, like, waiting for the negotiations to progress. And I'm just kind of like, I need to step back as Dylan and just watch us. And then I see you guys just doing this. I'm like, yeah, suck a dick, Grim. They got this, you know, hyping up the boys. And then Roy almost said, goes, I have been encouraged. I will yeah. now proceed to take <laughs> this Operation way too far. Operation is a go. Operation yeah, is go. It was at that. It was at that moment that any seriousness that I was going to deliver with Pan was out the window, and this is what's happening now. Oh well, <laughs> that, that broke us. For, that broke us probably for longer than was in the episode. For the record, you know what I so, just realized. Immediately following oh, yeah, this no, is I a fight. It way down. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that means that the whole time Bruce was running down the hallway, he had tea splashing out of his eye socket onto his shirt. Indeed, <laughs> correct. Y- y'all were Roy-, Roy was damp before he jumped in that river. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's I, honestly a I, good thing he jumped in the river because he washed the tea off him. So I, I want to talk about real quick some of the low key things that are in every one of these things, like little tiny slivers of a character moment. Like, just the fact that Strana stood to the side, and rather than drink tea, he apparently canonically drinks holy water. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that right now, too. Yeah. I did not catch till this moment, and I edited the ep. <laughs> Honestly, I when I heard that moment initially, I assumed it was just to wash out his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I assumed it was to try to use as a weapon against us. Which yeah, I me was too. Pretty... But now, now I've got a whole different idea of how that went down. Yeah, yeah that, that was just him going, "Not nah, fuck your tea." Yeah, yeah he's yeah, drinking the tea. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah no, I, whenever, I, whenever the group is doing something stupid, I just imagine Sobobos in the background, like taking a hit of his fucking holy water in the background. Yeah, exactly. That is <laughs> out of just like a new canonical version. Everybody knows that iconic opening a flask sound. That. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yep. he's like, fucking Wednesday, so he does a shot. And he, like, we, we gotta work it into, into, into an episode plate. with an NPC where, like, that NPC bums, like, a hobo bums to drink off some bobos. And Sabobos is like, sure, and hands in the flask, and it's just water. Yeah. I, I like just to think a little bit of- that Sabobos is gutter enough that his holy water is also alcoholic. Yeah, he spikes his holy water, got that, dude. Got that Dorvin holy water. No, man, it's uh, Sabobos. He's probably got like a little bit of mint and some cucumber in there. I, I, hey, man, don't, hey, don't, don't judge a guy because he needs hydrated. a little. Yeah, I don't judge say, a guy right? because he needs a little bit of the hair of the god. The refreshment uh, of Newman. I I gotta exactly. say, by the way, about the about this moment, 
there's this thing that Roy has a habit of doing, and it is my favorite thing in the entire podcast. It's why I have pushed so hard for so many more Roy moments, especially earlier in the game. I'm like, I want to see more Roy. I want to see more Roy. Because every now and again, he'll just do something and be like, yeah, this is okay. <laughs> like, hey, Dylan, I just stabbed this dude. Help me hide a body. No! No! I think you should bring that up. <laughs> if we can get to it, if we can get to it. All right, so first, because I want to try to get through at least the first wave with uh, Jeff, and then we'll try to go a little further because Jeff has something very important to get to. But, uh, uh, Sabobos. Yeah, this is time for yes. Sabobos' moment. Uh, uh, the f- which yes. I picked this one as like he gave me two very surprisingly fucking strongest moments. I really fucking liked his picks. This is my favorite. Uh, one of my favorites of the whole bunch that you guys gave me just because listening back to it, it's when dice tell the story. You know what I mean? Like it's called uh, it's from uh, what episode it's from uh, episode yeah. 66 fist fight. And I named the moment fists of Newman are terrible. Oh, I know this one. Oh, yeah. should know Surrender's not really a part of my arsenal. Fuck me. What is trickery? Oh, trickery is. Deception is a part of my arsenal. Yeah, so I will point that out. That's not out of character. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm confused by the desire to surrender here. Possum, playing possum. Yeah. <laughs> but my guy's dead. <laughs> my guy's dead. No, you have Evan. Evan's fighting you. Just not very well. Yeah, Evan is losing to you right now, unfortunately. Just, just lay down, <laughs> wink. Roll. Persuasion. Subobo's <laughs> <laughs> so good at this, I can tell. Actually, I am good at it, but even then, uh, eight. <laughs> oh. I rolled a two. <laughs> Yeah, so a stranger is staring you in the face, smashing against the wall, saying, Just go down, right? Just go down. (laughs) Just go down, man. Just go down. Stop resisting. LAPD. Just for the sake of... Yeah. Uh, He looks you in the face and he says, uh, I don't think I will. And he fights back and he rolls strength. To roll me a strength check, Sabobus. Oh, that uh, fucking cackle. Shit. Did you just net 20 your strength roll? I that one. Fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> totally over. Uh, Evan gives you this very fancy sweep of the leg and puts the Bobos on the ground. And it is, as I said, Dylan's turn. We're going to restate. We're going to start combat up right there like there was a little pause. Really quickly, I didn't realize Strano was laughing there. I thought he had an optimal porpoise. <laughs> Well, I mean, he had yep. also adopted a porpoise, but that didn't apply here, so... Dylan, do you stay down? Uh, I cuddle <laughs> up with the teddy bear, pull up the blanket a little right. bit, nuzzle into the pillow, take a sip out of the warm milk, and just kind of sleep. Then, Sabobos, you are starting your turn prone. Okay. <laughs> Evan swept the leg. What's your teddy bear? Your teddy bear has a little suit of armor, right? It's like a little fist of Newman, right? It, we've established this. Dylan? Hmm? This is canon, right? You have a teddy bear. It has a little armor Uh-oh. and a sword. It's a Fist of Newman teddy bear, isn't it? This is canon. You yes. told me this. Okay. Except <laughs> it, it, it got redesigned to be more Vesperin. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's salmon-themed. Crudely painted. Mm-hmm. So, Bobus, <laughs> what are you doing? Yes, over so that name. I take out my net. I try to throw it at him. 
and I roll on that one. Wow. He's so Daedalus' buddy. <laughs> okay, Newmans are fucking cursed. This is why I don't worship them. Paladin buddies, yes. <laughs> I'm surprised the fists ever do any fucking thing. It's a tiny net. These are your great paladins, Jay. These are your heroes. No fucking wonder that the whole world is relying on us right now. Like, seriously. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. No one can escape from a so tiny Thomas net. catches himself in a net. Daedalus, just his head in his hands, is just like, his face palming. You're embarrassing me in front of the skeleton. <laughs> Roy really isn't sure if he should attack that guy or not now. I feel bad. Grim's jaw literally drops. Like, just off. (laughs) (laughs) There's a clattering noise. As his jaw falls off at the ineptitude of this fucking fist. So, yeah. That was, uh... (laughs) That was the introduction of Saboba. Strata? Strata, why would you... Why would you pick this? (laughs) I just... I just just love when when the joke finally just becomes way too serious and Randall just looks and goes, these are your heroes, Jay. These are your battles. One of the things to realize is if you you guys have... uh, 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 to the audience, if you've only been re- listening to our more recent episodes, um, prior to this, <laughs> the Fist of Newmans were not doing well. No, <laughs> getting beat up, nearly killed, not being able to hit anything, and I mean, yeah, anything. Da- Daedalus rolls dog shit because <laughs> well, he's played broad by broadsides of Barnes were dodging them. Yeah, yeah. So, notoriously. I wish they would hold the, still. Notoriously bad. The fact that I brought in a paladin, yeah, I was and immediately. Go ahead. And immediately <laughs> was his buddy, <laughs> and they're both doing horrible. <laughs> oh, it, it just continued this strength just and so magnified good. a hundredfold. <laughs> just came in, screwed the pooch as hard as Daedalus does normally, <laughs> and it was just like, this is it. This is this is now the rules. This is what they are now. They're all bad. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all bad. There's no way of getting around it. And <laughs> Men of just, high just intention the levity, because this was this was a, a, a this was during the uh, fight. We were running into a different dimension uh, or jumping dimensions, and we were in the college. This is in Bruce. It was very hell, critical. Right? That people are trying to save folks. Yeah. You know, Bob had just left. It was, it was so serious that Bob's like, "Okay, I gotta go do this other thing, guys." Um, and then right around the corner, <laughs> this comedic relief. Yeah. It's Which, also kind of terrifying say, because at this point they'd lost Bop, who was like their main support. Bruce was in hell, who's their main fighter. So we're falling back. <laughs> we're leaning on Bobos. He's he's the party fighter. He's the smashy guy. Oh, oh, oh no. no. This is before that. This is me trying to go. <laughs> That's why I was talking to Grim. Just go down. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, oh, this was, this was the establishing moment. Yeah. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> See, it's funny, at the beginning of this, uh, at the beginning of that clip, I wasn't sure if it was actually Sobobos, because I'm so used to him just rolling fucking 20s now, I wasn't <laughs> yeah. sure yeah, no, who that was in the beginning. That around. <laughs> the karmic balance. So what's really funny, too, uh, right, so for a good stint, and I don't know if you all remember it like I do, but I do, uh, he would roll dog shit still after that. Except for strength rolls, which to this day, I can promise yes. you, it is a 95% natural 20s on his strength rolls to this very day. 
Yeah. It's, it's so Bobo's got embarrassed, and now he lifts like Barry. By the, by, <laughs> yeah. by the way, by the way, I'm glad I've accidentally continued the tradition of being the worst at playing dead. Uh, <laughs> 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 warm milk, cuddling oh, a teddy yeah. bear, covering up with a blanket. Like Speak, every time I play dead, teddy bear, another random fucking thing from this moment that carried on is your fucking teddy bear. <laughs> which technically was birthed in our Christmas apps, which is why I brought it up here. Like you hear me, like, "Hey, didn't it? Isn't it this?" Because By you the way, introduced the concept there. But this was when you started your bullshit with that bear. <laughs> I, I, like, in that moment, you asked me the name, and I don't, and we, it kind of gets skipped past. Like you forget to uh, ask me to again like because we were talking about the design and everything and i kind of went yes uh-huh. <laughs> back on my bear seat <laughs> yo <laughs> i by the way for the record in an episode i have said the bear's real name so it's out yeah there. i think i think i it's mean the i imagine you have name. you said 90 percent of the names app. you know yeah it's the but christmas I, app. More. I, 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 I canonically so know this and uh and I hate him no matter what, but uh, I do know that bear's fucking name. I have not forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I love Sabobos. This was the beginning of Randall's love affair with Sabobos as a character. Because fuck do I just adore this big himbo-like fucking orc <laughs> that just wants to... He's a himbo for God. I it's mean, so based on your backstory, it's... I think you just love orcs, my man. It's it's also it's, it's also <laughs> wild to that you got that green fever. Like Sabobos has all these weapons and all this magic and all this cool shit that he can do, but to this day he still will use that fucking net. Yeah. Yes, I will. <laughs> he throws the net over and shoots. Shoots it in the head. Yeah, yes. he he enjoys <laughs> the net and like, hey, sometimes you get a thing and you stick with the thing, and I appreciate. Ryan, that. are you kink shaming Sabobos? This man, though, I agree with, right, I agree with you. This man has the power of a god in his hand as a fist of Newman, and he goes, net, shah, shah, shah. He can literally smite a character to death, but he will try and net them first. I'm going to net them because because Dalus and him believe in fucking peace, okay? God. It's, it's why does it really end funny. with shooting in the head? Typically speaking with Sabobos, he'll try to give you a choice. And at a, and then he'll go, you have made your choice. And then proceed to murder you. <laughs> he, yeah, is, you. He, he is all about, I asked you once and that was too many onces. <laughs> uh, that is very true. Like... And and it's one of the things that makes Sabobos interesting. I I love this moment because it is like it is such a fun establishing moment. And like uh, like Strana said, it was coming out of this very somber, serious thing in the middle of this very serious thing to be like, all right, this is this is genuinely funny. And then like the jaw drops line, and then everybody cracks up. That was, was so good. It was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you guys ragged on him for fucking two minutes was just oh, too good. Oh, we rag on him to this day. <laughs> All right, so um, oh, I'm going to do one more for sure with Jeff. Uh, okay. Technically, it could be my moment, but I don't think that my moment is better than Mitch's next moment. So I'm going to go oh, ahead no. and do Mitch's next one. So you remember what Randall come was saying earlier moment. about moments where Roy just goes ahead and does things? Sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes there's consequences. This is, <laughs> oh, this oh, no. is I, from episode, uh, what, sorry. Uh, On the edge of my so seat here, man. 
This is. I'm so excited. Uh, I know which moment it is. Episode 24. I'm legit horrified at what you chose right now. It's called just. <laughs> this, this episode is called Just Rewards. Episode 24, and the moment is called the birth of Varsity Cobblestone. Oh yes. no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> For what? Acrobatics. Acrobatics. So you 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 go roofs. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Shant it down roof to roof. All right. Uh, Assassin's Creed. That being said, yeah, no, he's Assassin's Creeding his ass out here. Ezio, <laughs> Ezio, it's, it's, it's Badger's Creed at this point. It's Badger's Creed, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Revelations. Bruce now, the only thing about this, I will say, is of all the places for you to be, Bruce can see this one. Bruce <laughs> can see the roofs. Bruce sees a rapidly moving... Very rapidly moving fucking Roy. Halfling, just darting across the roofs. Halfling nimbleness. Yes, that halfling nimbleness. That reason why Linda wanted to convince him to be a flying squirrel with her. Mm, took too long. he had skills. He had skills. I'm sure there's something in hands reach that I can throw. Um, He's trained in improvised weapons, I forgot. <laughs> Holy fuck. What would you think would be on a street corner in front of a bar? A rock. I, a cobblestone. A small cart. I was gonna say, just rip a <laughs> stone log out of the top of the building. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm backtrack for a moment because the last thing that was throwable in this podcast was a small bottle with with a with a wick in it <laughs> <laughs> that Tigglewog was going to throw at the bar. It but could, there's a bottle. Yeah. That Bop has in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Bruce it's not lit anymore. It's no longer explosive. Bruce yeah. takes the bottle. It's just flammable. Yeah. Bruce just actually Bruce just grabs the nearest thing. You tell me what Bruce grabs. Doesn't matter. Bruce hucks it at him. That's the objective. Because Bruce is slow. And he ain't doing that shit. It's gonna be a Dex, right? Well, that right there is when the mic drops. Is it? Yeah. It's actually oh, strength. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Weapons a lesser oh. finesse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, you don't need to worry about that shit, man. Oh, twenty-five to hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I wish I lied to him. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Holy fuck. I add proficiency, right? Yeah. If I don't add proficiency, it's only 23. You add proficiency. You're a fighter. So you get hit with a cobblestone. You're not even going to let me roll? <laughs> no, not with 25, man. What if I got a 26? You don't roll. It's, it's, a, it's armor it's class. class. It's armor class. You are, like, gone. He cannot catch you, and I highly doubt he can do enough damage to kill you here, but... But I tag you from 1d4 plus 7 damage. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so you, you really felt home free right up until that rock nailed you in the back of that fucking shoulder. Yeah, that... that damn. Damn, dude. You keep running? <laughs> yeah, keep Why would I stop? That running. is not a reason to stop. That's our second goal right? resistance. Yeah. Wow. If anything, that means oh. fucking zag more. <laughs> zag on me. <laughs> Shit, should have zigged when I zagged. Exactly. <laughs> Slow down slightly. Well, yeah, I'm going to keep fucking going. You know, I need to roll? Yeah. I mean... Act no, you're on that twenty. No, you, you're moving across them rooftops, boy. Uh, the pro, the reason I gave you a choice as to what you're gonna do is, Bruce, you wanna throw another rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. You could have gone off the, the roof. What is the range on this fucker? Uh, I mean, this will be at his advantage. Okay. He, he played varsity cobblestone in. <laughs> you don't know what Bruce did. I think it would be hilarious as as I keep going, he eventually just fucking knocks me out. <laughs> Just in the distance, Roy's last thoughts. Are I out of range? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, disadvantage. It's gonna be that one, probably. Yeah, it's uh, only seventeen. To oh hit. my god! <laughs> he rolled a ten. 
Is that a, is that a hit? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is why we don't piss you, off Bruce. This is a really good thing. You didn't get involved in that bar fight. The answer to your question the other night, Mitch, is that your total damage was 13. <laughs> I... I because I know I, that was close. I, I, as, I re- that was, as I recall, if he had hit me like one more time, I would have went down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, you were super crunchy. That was only what level six. I love the part where you can hear just the beginning of Ryan being like, "You're a monster." <laughs> by the way, so Mitch, by the way, that is the dumbest joke I've ever made in this podcast, and he has survived so long. The, the, the dumbest last so long. Mitch, why? Uh, did you pick this moment? <laughs> because it's funny. <laughs> wow. Um, it, so the precursor to this, I picked this moment because it's funny, but uh, it's actually the moment just before this, tying into this moment that mattered for the podcast. It like uh, Ryan and I and have talked about this, I think on air and you know in the group after that, that this is one of those moments where you know Bruce impressed upon someone a growth in a better direction because Roy had come up from a place where he didn't really have an upbringing. He didn't really have a family. He was just kind of a street jackass and uh, he just, he just killed a dude. And Bruce is like, bro, you can't do that. And Roy's like, you're not my real dad. I'm going to just run away. And boy goes, and Bruce goes, well, I'm not your real dad, but I got this here rock and we're going to teach you a lesson. You got to move out of spoon range, but you're not out of stone range. I'm gonna yeah. learn you something. I'm gonna learn you it, some it, shit. Well, and, yeah, the episode, uh, he learned him some shit. What's real fucked up about this is that it eventually actually led to the whale. <laughs> yep. It, it all snowballs. What's this, the, the episode before this one? Because this is at the beginning of the next app, technically. But the episode before this one was Bladger's Bather, Blad, uh, Badger's Blabbermouths and Bar Fights, and it's one of my favorite episodes to this day. <laughs> uh, I, 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 by the way, in regards to the Varsity Cobblestone, I don't know if we said it on podcast, but there's an actual Varsity Cobblestone uh, like in Griffinport, thanks to this stupid joke, if I recall, right, Jay? You said there was uh, like a team name or something. You you actually brought it back up when you were dressing for dinner uh, in a in like a few episodes later. You're painting on a shirt because you didn't own one, and you <laughs> you said that the colors you chose are the Varsity Cobblestone team game cover colors. And because I didn't argue with that, yes, <laughs> it is canon that there is a Varsity Cobblestone actually, team, and it's black and green. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't painting on a shirt. Kent gave me a shirt. I was painting on the logo of Griffinport, and that's yeah, how it, it came up. Yeah, but that that was what it was. Yeah, that that was what it was. Is that yeah? yeah. And uh, <laughs> you brought it back up again. You uncultured so swine. The game is called Stone. Uh, not well, not in Griffinport. It's not. <laughs> Goliaths call it Stone. Yes, indeed. Um. Oh my God. What I think is really interesting about this moment, uh, besides the fact that yes, it is unquestionably hilarious. Like just this whole. Every bit of it is so funny. Uh, and it is so Bruce to be like, we'll learn this lesson either the easy way or the hard way. And I'm kind of partial to the hard way anyway. <laughs> like, just so good. really going to just jam it home. Like, just l- cram that lesson into your head with his fist, maybe. Cram that stone. Y'all got your fairies and your demons and your magic and your dead guys. But I got this here rock. We're gonna talk. <laughs> so, I mean, I love that. But I also think what is really interesting is it does immediately inform a change. Whether it was on purpose or on accident, like, this is something that uh, Ryan would have to 
elaborate on, but it almost immediately informs a change in Roy. He doesn't go back to being so reckless and so cavalier with life. Yeah, Not, very very yeah. soon after that uh, that scene, uh, Bruce actually gets me to like sit and actually have a talk about it, and uh, that definitely changed the Roy immediately after that. Oh, and not too long after, if I recall, was the talk with uh, Bruce and his dog when you went for the walk, and then you got lost in Shantytown with the dog. Oh my god, fucking oh, hell, yeah. yeah. The yeah. best, most useless dog. And I was that, like, that do you know how to get back home? And he was good. like, I don't know how to get back home. And I was like, neither do I. So we just kind of wandered around for a while. Oh god, so good. Also a great scene. <laughs> anybody, anybody else have anything to say about it, this one? Don't give uh, a giant a rock. <laughs> and honestly, it speaks for itself. All right, I'm gonna go. I was gonna say, was that the first time that Bruce really showed his rock skilling, rock throwing? That skills? I yeah. believe that episode was right after the level up that gave Bruce Tavern Brawler, which gives him proficiency with improvised weapons. It was something. Okay. It, it was something like it that. It was right at that. Was... So I had just started experience. We had the the, br- the oh, bar no, no. fight, and then I was like, "Fuck it! I've got this thing. What's the thing I can throw? I don't need an actual thrown weapon anymore. I can just hurl or whatever." Real, <laughs> real talk though. That was the moment where I felt really bad as both a player and as Dylan because I was like, I just kind of ratted on Roy, and I was like, "God damn it! I need to have a talk with this guy." And then I. I told Mitch, oh no, you use strength to throw rocks at uh, Roy. <laughs> and at the, the minute I said that in the recording, you hear me go, fuck, he's not going to want to talk to me. He's not going to want to fucking talk to me. <laughs> Went from a minus one to a plus seven or some shit like that. Yeah, it was some shit like that. So I uh, I guess, it, r- Jeff, you've got to go, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to do one more, we can we can get one more in here. I, I, I'm gonna end it with uh, one more. So that was a bar fight that, like, like an early. Uh, yeah, that so that that uh, scene was like the first stereotypical D and D bar fight, right? It was just before that, and uh, so one of my moments that I picked was uh, basically the mirror to that episode. Uh, episode 81 a different bar or a different tavern oh, and yes. and it was just this one because this was when one I, we, I started playing around with sound effects and music and shit so I could add ambience but uh, it was a step away from being all grim and this one's just called bar fighting and I think it'll be our last moment because it's one of our most recent but I really like it immediate <laughs> <laughs> I uh that's uh I, in my in my head, in my head, I thought that would play out different. Uh, Mo, Molian says, "Don't worry." Molian just sort of speaks up. Uh, Don't worry, Diddles. He just knows what us Griffinport ragamuffins really need for a good night out. And at that moment, Bruce, you feel the heavy weight of a bar stool crashing across the back of your neck. <laughs> Plate mail. <laughs> Plate mail appears out of nowhere as the bar stool explodes in a raucous tavern full of people. Star yeah, bar fight. That. That and Bruce thumps his chest plate. That—that's what I thought was gonna happen with you. By the Daedalus way, Mitch goes... made a reference. <laughs> Mitch made a reference. In my head, I saw that playing differently. <laughs> yeah, that's a reference. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, uh, Daedalus. Daedalus shrugs and punches Dylan in the mouth. You know what? I kind of <laughs> deserve that one. It's—it's it's not hard, but it is definitely friendly. <laughs>
Drek comes We're flying standing. across the bar and he and he just tackles the both of you into a table. Not again, Drek! You're seven days from home, and it doesn't feel like you're that far away. I uh I sit in the dark corner with Evan, who also did great on his stealth. Oh yeah. And go. <laughs> it's good to see you, old friend. Bruce is just sort of standing in the middle of a bar fight with his smoldering armor, looking Evan confused. Says, Hello, my lord. It's good to see you. Good to see you, old friend. Yes. So this is mortal living. How have you felt about it? It disgusts me. He, he he's got he's got a bottle of beer in his hand and he's finishing it off. He's like, this is. Uh, I've given you a very one-dimensional view of human life, and I'm sorry about that. Motherfucker! Can I get At beer? very minimum, at least, it's entertaining. <laughs> Indeed it is. Indeed it is. But I do feel that I've done you a disservice, so please allow me to educate you on barroom brawling. And he swings the glass bottle at your giant white dome. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're right, you're right, I'll come to you. What's your armor class? Uh, 15? Yep. Hold on, let me double check. <laughs> a glass bottle explodes across the back of your head. Shards of glass mm-hmm. rain down on your clothing. <laughs> Roy is still sleeping. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roy is asleep under a half-broken table right now. <laughs> just song Bruce wades song across locks. the ballroom blitz towards the bar. I'm gonna fade out, guys. You wanna do some combat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody you know roll initiative. Uh, Bruce just wades across the barkeep to order a new beer because he's out. Dylan's being thrown across the room and like. Ah! <laughs> Trek's like, man, I miss doing that to you. Since you became my fucking captain, I'm not supposed to hit you in public. Get over here, you little motherfucker! <laughs> uh, I roll a 17, which I'm pretty. Oh, just barely misses uh, Evan and. Do not strike him with a punch. <laughs> <laughs> I love this fucking game. Uh, Mullion is gonna is gonna just is gonna try to just ult, just grab Bruce by the. I love this fucking game. <laughs> I really do. That that is a good moment. Uh, I also love the just Bruce and. <laughs> Dylan having a bar fight in the background while Evan's like, I have done you a disservice, my lord. And just background is just like, get away, yeah, I, I Bruce is you trying to get a done... beer, but there's a bar fight in the way. Dylan is trying yeah, to not you, get you murdered, but there's a bar decent... fight trying to murder him. You guys had done some decent speaking, like in the background, and I had shifted it and like relayed it so that it was literally in the background. Like I was very proud. Yeah, of that is how a, I had a, a prime editing together. Moment. Absolute proud. Yeah, that was really I, good. Like, I was very proud of that one because, like, with the music and with you guys, like, just going about being at a bar, like, you can hear Dylan and Drek fighting, you can hear just Bruce trying to get a drink. I, I, I would fucking love that moment. But by, by the way, to get the effect of me being thrown, I actually uh, went like really far left on my mic, away from it, started yelling, and just whipped my head and body <laughs> all the way to the far right. Yeah, just to try and get that effect. It worked real well. Um, as a as a, a real humanizing moment for the podcast in general, I think honestly, yeah, besides the fact well, that the editing is really well done, and like that's like a the end of what's like a really interesting like first meeting with this this party of the real heroes. 
Yeah, the real yeah, adventurers that are important. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that it came back full. Like, like I said, I, I played it right after that other one because that was a big bar fight moment. That was a fun moment for you guys. And now it's like, even though you guys are way higher level, we're still right back here at a different tavern with almost I, the same cast, uh, <laughs> plus a few if extras. I, if I recall, by the way. That bar fight ends with Dylan willingly jumping out of a window to hide. That bar fight <laughs> like, also yeah. ends with yeah. with Grim uh, lighting everything on fire. No, no he cast shatters. I, I, I did double catapult. Uh, oh, yes. Grim did double catapults and launched both of his hands into the into the yeah. melee. It, it was the official use of spells in the bar fight that sort of. <laughs> Bruce yeah. used enlarge and raised the roof oh, yes. off of the establishment. Yep, Magog. Yep. Magog was yes. terrifying, uh, and that's why Dylan jumped. I got drop kicked by a veal, which is something. Yep. Yeah, that dropped. was weird. Oh, yeah, you got the people's elbow. <laughs> elbow yeah. dropped. Was that what it was? It was yeah. very. Yeah, it was yeah, very elbow. confusing. I don't really remember a lot of what happened. You got the fairy people's <laughs> elbow. Um, his his fake girlfriend from Canada attacked him, and he's very confused. It's never happened before. <laughs> She's cafe. It was uh, a moment where everybody was on the like, just enjoying each other, like, and having a good time. And I thought that was very. Uh, it's a cute moment to me. It is pretty yeah. cute. <laughs> Property damage is adorable. Um. I agree. Uh, I agree. As it played out, it didn't matter anyway. Yeah, um, and then I got an ass chewing of a lifetime for it. Yeah, every 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 no, no good no good uh, no good moment is not followed up very quickly on my show without some ass chewing. Uh, I guess. What can we say? Roll eat some ass. Yeah, yeah I, I think that ass. I think that's probably it. Like I've got yeah. a bunch more moments. I had you guys give me all two, but like I thought this this ran about as long as I thought it would to get through one moment for each of us plus one more. Uh, do you guys have uh, without talking about them or playing them? Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, Dylan jumps from the ritual at the end of arc two with Akara into the water. Totally thought I was going to die there, too. Uh, uh, another Dylan goes left moment. <laughs> yep. I, cause I was just like, like, you ruined me, man. That was sad as fuck. That was one of the saddest moments I've ever had to experience as a player. It's like, your wife's alive. Your son, who you didn't know was dead, is dead. And, uh, fuck you. She won't, hates you. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say for for character changes, uh, I'll go back to Bop, and it was a uh, uh, he had to go rescue the dwarven children. The, the thane had come, dwarven children had, were down in the catacombs of the city, and uh, that's when uh, we found the dwarven, dwarven hammer of awesome building and the, uh, <laughs> the uh, giant contact lens of you didn't need two eyes anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that so, was confusing for Randall, and, by the way. <laughs> and and it, it was really interesting because, like, Bob very quickly, I get to be more dwarvish. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but and, didn't and, know and how. Took, <laughs> yes. Yes. Also, he, he had this belief of dwarf. Also, the Thane really liked me, and that was the most unnerving moment I have ever had in a game. When I've dealt with Bob this whole time, and then the Thane shows up, like, "You're Dylan, right? Uh, yeah." I like you. What? Uh, <laughs> for me? Why? Behind, behind the curtain, Bop sends information to people. And what Bop tells other people does not match what comes out of Bop's mouth. <laughs> I had um, Bop and Bruce were the two old men who aren't going to fucking water it down for you. But, like, you're not that bad. Jeff, Jeff what's your last? Uh, you got an honorable mention before you take off? I'm actually going to hit with, like, a couple honorable mentions just because, like, they're, they're funny. Like, the the other moment that I'd chosen was the um, the moment where Grim 
kills Jack because I think that's like one of the mm-hmm. most grim times that I get to have in the in the series. So I really like that. But I also want to mention honorable mentions that I that I've thought of include jumping with uh, Mole Roy into the water. Oh God, that's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> when you guys were fighting over the heart of Griffinport and. Uh, actually, if we're going to go kick it for a way back throwback, at least for Grimm, back in the first visit to the catacombs, this is definitely, definitely the, the prime representative of honorable mention. I don't know anything about any of them at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was like 10, just two seconds. Yeah. It's it's not enough to be like a real moment to be like, yeah, this is like my favorite moment, but it is enough to be like that. With some great comedy. Yeah. Um, but I will, I do have to get going here. So I'm going to close out with a little statement. Um, it has been uh, my pleasure and my honor to like be a part of this. And this has been really fun so far in a lot of different ways. I mean, obviously we all like D and D that's why we're doing this thing. But like, this has been an entirely different experience from like editing to like the professionalism of D and D, which is like not something you get in normal D and D. Um, oh yeah trying to be on task and stuff and and like you know hanging out with you guys and and making new friends uh with ryan and randall and and strana and like i uh i'm so happy that like (laughs) that jay was like yeah you want to do it i was like yeah yeah yeah, of course of course of course i mean no (laughs) i i i'm really glad to this day that when we were, we all met up to record, that Jay walked in with you, Jeff, and just said, "Jeff's joining the podcast," and we all looked at each other like we didn't know about this. <laughs> I'm really glad he did that now, <laughs> because I looked at, I remember looking at Mitch like, "I kind of know Jeff." Do you? Know I remember Jeff? making a super inappropriate and insensitive joke. <laughs> Definitely, that's on brand. Definitely. Yeah, I I, rem- I I do distinctly remember the the day that he just kind of walked Jeff in while we were all just like kind of hanging out waiting to record. He was like, "This is Jeff," and we were, he's gonna sit in while we record this episode, and then he's gonna join uh, no. us. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he's like, he's gonna join us in a couple episodes, and I went, "Okay." Um, and we all just kind of looked at each other like, "All right, we're gonna get to know Jeff." <laughs> and we and did. That was pretty much. And now we got to know Jeff. Some odd episodes later. <laughs> and, he, and he's still sitting in. And one day he will join. One day. Yeah, one uh, day he will play One day he'll become character. a full-fledged member of the podcast. Yeah, someday. Yeah, you one know, day. Mr. Grimm joined. Fingers Ryan crossed. Randall are over here like, oh, Jay's just going to drop a new guy into, into our, uh, our D&D campaign. Me and Strawn are sitting over there in the corner like, first time? <laughs> yeah, just a tip. Thank you, man. Uh, actually, that was the second no that, for me. That was actually the second time because oh, he had yeah, also Strana. just brought Strana in out of nowhere as well. <laughs> yes, yeah. Jay has a habit of uh, talking to his players about literally everything except it's like I have this idea to bring this guy in. My table, my rules. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, take it easy, bud. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. I'm I'm obviously a little bit more than a little bit behind, but um, I was glad so, to be a part of this. Yeah. Thanks for staying. Yeah, stay chill, thanks, stay thanks, safe. thanks for yeah. Thanks for making the time and hanging out still. And uh, that's a series wrap on Jeff, everybody. Yeah, yep, yeah, good times. So I can't wait to tell Mr. Grimm Jeff's done. <laughs> Hashtag more Elder Grimm. <laughs> more Elder Grimm. Very yeah, Jeff's gone. Grimm will continue. Um, 
A new conduit. Well, yeah, yeah well, a new conduit. I mean, Jeff and Grim are going to have to figure out who gets to use the body. All right, so done? yeah, to wrap up, I'm going to say my... Uh, who, who, who hasn't done an honorable mention? Ryan? Uh, yeah, I could do a couple. Uh, speaking of Jeff, uh, I really enjoyed, obviously, our, our, our very secret secretive uh king's quest episode that we kept from the rest of the party for like six months <laughs> yeah yeah i fucking hate you guys <laughs> god damn it for as long as we do did, something with hard the king. to do god damn it it's been yeah, so it. hard to sit on that information with you dude <laughs> <laughs> I, that's one of the reasons like 90% of the reason why I'm like hey we need to push forward so that we can like get to the part where I tell Dylan this stuff <laughs> like you guys are taking too long to get there I cannot hide this from Randall any longer <laughs> uh, you guys are just lucky I don't grill Jay with questions every week <laughs> you don't? like I want to I, I, like I want they do. to, hey, I hey, want they, to grill. hey go ahead cause fucking they do uh <laughs> I don't want to because I want to be surprised. Jay, that's according not true. to Jay, I don't I, agree with I, I questions. React. We both sit together like old disgruntled sociopaths and bitch it's about true. everything. It's true. It's <laughs> our therapy. Hi, my name is Everything. Uh, Your name is Jeff or uh, Mitch? Did you do an ob- uh, an honorable mention? Fuck no. Okay. I did do two of your reps or of your scenes, so uh, I'll I'll go ahead and, and say the other one that you gave me because uh, so ones that I didn't play. Roy's second second uh, choice was Roy doesn't rest from episode sixty two, respite in spite of themselves, when Daedalus and everybody have this long argument about how they really should take a long rest because you guys can't handle it, but because Roy is a warlock and like <laughs> and Ryan had decided that his you know, we're going to have some fucking character growth. Roy takes off after Daedalus to go help despite everybody and like sneaks out. And it was a, it was definitely a, another, a, one of those change growth in the characters that I very much enjoyed at the time it happened. Cause it was sort of like out of left field, you know? Yeah. I very much enjoy that moment just because, I mean, we cut it out of the show cause obviously editing, but like Jay was like, what? Okay. Yeah. I guess that's what we're doing now. Yep. Which is uh, which is Jay ninety percent of this podcast. Oh yeah, so is, much of my yeah, yeah. Okay. my original story. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Uh, Dylan would be dead. <laughs> I mean, no, Dylan would be a warlock doing warlock shit. <laughs> I was originally just gonna be mostly a meme with some sad stories, and then Jay's like, "We're gonna make you sadder." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I mean, I you were always gonna be oh. sad. That is part of the original plan. So, so that's so still going according to plan. Talk about my uh, my second one with Sabobos. Uh, the first time I used Dispel Magic. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the other one that you gave me. Uh, but yeah, the first yeah. time that Sabo- when Sabobos stopped being lame and useless, and he followed up by just wrecking Gavrilo with his good spell choice. Um, the other one that you did, though, too, that I liked was Long Pig Ale with Bop. Uh, yes. When you were retrieving oh, the body so of Meryl from the, from the ocean <laughs> to oh, cast... Fucking speak with dead on it, and the guard tries to stop you, and you give him some of the what's in the of the keg. <laughs> that Very was gross. so nice. Uh, I do it's have so an honorable so mention. Good. Actually, it's an episode that I wasn't there for, but it's the one where Bop left. <laughs> wow, <laughs> got him. Salt man. Uh, <laughs> that uh, one. I like that one a lot. The honorable mention that the other one that Mitch chose that we didn't do because he gave me actually three was the giant date 50 inner conflict where the guys walked up on him and 
Granlin fighting in the woods. Having civil discourse about a disagreement. In a giant way. <laughs> Goliath style. <laughs> With trees. Opa Goliath style. Oh. Uh, apparently, according to Dylan, it's date like 50. <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, I, my, and then the ones I didn't really get to some of mine, but I pulled the hug. Where uh, Bruce uh, chases Dylan around the tavern and eventually tackles him in a big ol' hug. And uh, because I also, when I was listening back, I didn't realize that that was technically the introduction to the Church of Vespra. It was. Yeah, while you were running around in circles, you guys passed in front of it, and that's how you got introduced to that. One of uh, the first things I asked when I went to the church was, wait, this was, I went, uh, I got hugged with a different face, right? And Jay's like, oh yeah, you did. Okay, they don't recognize me, good. And also, <laughs> Gi- Giant Style's uh, date 25, first of all. So 25, get your, yeah. Get your facts straight. Noted. Will do, bud. Come on. Amateurs. <laughs> I feel like Giant Style, if you're a human, is just spousal abuse. Hey, don't kink shame, first of all. Come on. Come on. Don't <laughs> kink shame, bud. I'm just saying, you, you crack a tree over the top of a human they don't hold up very well <laughs> we scale buddy we scale oh, we don't shit <laughs> bud, what the hell you think we just out here throw boulders at each other oh you know what? one that i'd like to bring up that i didn't even uh bring up to jay even though i gave him like five uh yeah some of you really laid them on me <laughs> there's uh there was one that i remembered when uh when Strana brought up when we were under under Griffinport and we were in, in the caverns and whatnot, and uh, when we were leaving or tr- attempting to leave, uh, <laughs> you know, we had to. Some of us had to pre- pretend to be dead oh, a little you mean bit. The best, and some of us, the uh, best play dead ever. <laughs> one of us might have voided his bowels to really just commit to the bit. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> while yep. while Dylan is the worst at playing dead. Roy is the best. <laughs> That's the thing. We've always talked about it, but Roy has the rogue mindset, but Dylan's got the better rogue skills. It's debatable as well, but okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold Can you see me? Don't I? No, anyone above three feet can't see you. <laughs> Unless you're running from Bruce on the rooftops. <laughs> Then you're at eye level. Well, one of the ones that I want to throw out is actually many, many moments that uh, I think that we as players probably need to be more in touch with. And hopefully the audience is more in touch than we are. But it is all of the interpersonal humanizing and growth moments. There actually have been a lot of interactions between characters where people have put a lot of effort and a lot of energy into really defining how that character, you know, is in the world, their beliefs, their feelings, how they operate, how they act, how they interact, how they don't interact in the case of stubborn old bastards like Bruce. Um, Hi. But it's, at least for me, I really enjoy all of those moments because yeah. that's what makes it more than a bunch of smashy boys with their smashy sticks, smashing smashy stuff for smash. Yeah. And yeah. that's what uh, the poet honestly said. not as I- interesting to me. Oh, you don't have to worry, Mitch. Our show is pretty much all of that, which is why the DM sometimes forces y'all into action. <laughs> yeah, we're but it's very, very philosophical. Good. When, when I say that we are a Dungeons and Dragons podcast that focuses on role playing storytelling, I don't say that lightly. Like, I y'all have made your characters and how they react to one another in realistic ways to the detriment almost of like a heroic <laughs> storyline. But it's not. It's not a critic. Hold on. It's not a criticism because it made your characters 
intriguing in a way that the average like D and D game isn't because a D and D game. What I what I realized is sane people don't go adventuring. Like no, you have to be flippant yeah. and a little crazy to be a hero in like a Dungeons and Dragons sort of sense because the the reality of the situation is grim and dark and terrifying and you are in league with the devil like let's that's not something that you would ever let anyone know even your allies because everyone knows what that means like it's yep. there's a lot going on and you guys play it out beautifully uh and I do love it even if I sometimes in the na- in the name of plot development, shove you forward into the next event. <laughs> yeah, I-, I will say, Jay, you have always been very, uh, th- while encouraging of the RP, very uh, smart about put- making sure that things flow in a very natural way that doesn't ruin what we're going for. Or you're thanks, very cause co- it's hard. cooperative. <laughs> uh, thanks, because it feels rough sometimes. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> no, uh, there are only I would say like a couple times we go. Can you just go do the story, please? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like I get you sad, and I get yeah, you got like, problems. I, I, I'm literally begging you to please just go hop back on the train. Please <laughs> like, get on the train. We're three episodes deep on your therapy session. Can we just? Can we do please something? Shut the fuck up. Don't worry. Yeah, please. I, the therapy will continue, but this session is over. The therapist needs lunch. Come on, let's go. Please shut <laughs> yeah, the fuck up. No, it's great. It's great. Yeah, Jay only railroads us sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. and then we say harder, Daddy. Mm. Oh, you said road. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, yeah, 100 uh, episodes of our show. I expect that there's going to be a few more. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I have one more honorable mention. All of our listeners that engage with us. Yeah. Mm. Hi, Alec. Uh, <laughs> there's more uh, than just him uh, nowadays. We're all busy doing stuff, having jobs, raising families and stuff. You know, all of us are people. We're all busy. You're all busy. We're all doing things. So we're not as good as some people are. We don't have as much time and energy into the uh, engagement as maybe we should. But in spite of that, you know, there's a few of you. We try to put our flavor posts up every week. And some of you chat back with us and send us messages. We've gotten some art. Of course, all of our wonderful Patreon subscribers giving Jay horrible things to have to do, like speak in haiku. I love you. That was fantastic. Yes. Nothing fills me with more guilt than your support, uh, because I just do not feel like I'm doing enough for you guys in the Patreon, but thank you so much. <laughs> to, to all our patrons, to all the people that like our posts, to just people that listen and download us every week, you know, thank you, because uh, it keeps Jay sane just enough for us to keep playing, and honestly we want to finish this campaign. Yeah, you guys, I, uh, uh, you guys definitely I told Jay he's not allowed to sheer, kind of campaign on me again. Your stubbornness uh, drives me forward. <laughs> your your love of his story and us uh, re- make us remind him like no we're playing another game Jay and he's like no and we're like no you little motherfucker get to the table yeah definitely it, de- it definitely keeps us going and uh, thanks so much for tuning in and you know keep it up so that we can make him finish the story for the love of God because and, may- and hey, maybe one I'm day not the one, I'm not the one holding it up y'all are holding it up just, just and maybe go, one day go we'll just all, go forward we'll all reach date one hundred. Mm, I mean, we did, Randall. Randall. Oh wait, we did. Oh shit! <laughs> I do not have the props ready. Let me get the confetti cannon and the fucking. Leg and uh, and shout out to mannequin. our listeners. So Jay and I have been talking a lot. We do that. But what's been different is lately we've been talking and not just bitching. So that's a weird change. Not gonna lie. And uh, I'm curious what you guys think. 
What do you guys think would be cool endings for the characters in this story? We already know what we're going to do, but uh, I'd be curious to hear what you guys think, because I'm sure y'all have slightly different, at least, or radically different, which is what I'm looking for, impersonations or interpretations or thoughts and ideas on how things might wrap up. So hit us up on our Facebook or our wherever. Yeah, and on our Facebook or our Twitter, we're pretty active on both of those. If you want to shoot us your favorite moment from the show, we'd love to fucking chat with you about it, because that would be fucking great to hear. I love listener feedback so, so much, and I can't get enough of it ever. So please send comments, criticisms, anything at all. I will fight you online if you say bad stuff, but I will fight you with respect. And uh, <laughs> I'll kiss no, you please. so hard. <laughs> I will kick you so hard with my Twitter. Um, no, kiss, kiss. Kiss. Oh, yeah. I want to I hit you in the face with, with my, my face. face. <laughs> Softly, because I love you. Um, anyway... Thank you guys again. It has been a, honestly, it's been weird. Uh, I didn't expect for the show to continue as far as it has, and it has been fun. It's been my personal fucking passion project, and I hope it's my players as well. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and uh, expect more. Uh, I'm even planning for a campaign too once this one wraps up. We'll see how that goes. Things might change, but they might not. We'll uh, we'll see how, how it is. I promise to try not to be super depressing in the next campaign. <laughs> so Jay, before we go, how does it how does it feel to be so close? So close to finally doing it. So close to finally seeing the other side of level 12. <laughs> Dude, you just yeah. hit him with that. Yeah, uh, I've I've done a lot of campaigns with Mitch and uh, we realized the other day that level 12 is the kiss of death. Uh, you guys are probably never going to hear another episode because they're about to level up to 13, and I legit am worried that the world is going to end because none yeah, of my it, campaigns have gone Jay past and I, level 12. We didn't want to tell the players. We didn't want to you know, stress them out, but this you is actually it. You should not have spooked well, we the lamb the before you leveled up to 13. That's a, that's, a, that's a series wrap on Torchlit Tavern. Thank you. Yep, it's a series wrap on uh, <laughs> Torchlit Tavern. We can't do level 13. It's Oh my god, it's the unlucky level. It's impossible. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, we love you. You guys have a good one. And we will kiss. see you next week. Kisses. Next week's Thank a you. pretty good fucking episode, too. I'm pretty happy about it. Take it easy, guys. Bye. shout out to the old wor- the old ritual <clears throat> Balls. do not quote the magics i was r- there when they were written and good night Witch. <laughs> <laughs> stop bye
Hey tavern goers, thanks again for joining us for another adventure on Torchlit Tavern. Hopefully you've been listening to us leading up to Arc 4, but if not, you can always go back to our beginning, or, if you are less inclined, I have provided a summary of the story so far at the beginning of episode 50. If you are looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Podbean, or any of your preferred podcasting services. Please continue to share, like, and most importantly rate us on whatever your preferred service may be. We have no designs on any vast empire, but the more you help, the more we can share our small, silly story with others. If you truly love our show and want to go above and beyond our dreams, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon backslash Torchlit Tavern, where we can reward you with bonus content, including blooper episodes, additional lore, or bonus episodes. If you wish to reach out to us, you can contact us directly at torchlittavern at gmail.com or visit our website at torchlittavern.com. We also can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching Torchlit Tavern. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. You can find Ryan at RyanSCBSantos on Twitter. You can find Jeff at Big underscore J underscore The Badman on Twitter. And you can find Randall on Instagram at Argo Omega. Additional music used in this episode was from Incompitech.com, used under the Creative Commons license. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Fekir Warlock, dear.